Welcome to Happy Hour with the Home Collective. We are your hosts, Bill Ball, Dina Suriano, and Kristen McFeely. It's five o'clock. It's happy hour. What are you ladies drinking today? Alrighty, I've got a Guinness Nitro Cold Brew Coffee Stout, as you can see. And I'm going to do my Ooh, fa- the coffee kicker. Yeah, well, exactly. Well, um, I'm still reeling from St. Patrick's Day. This is from my stash from St. Patrick's Day. I think this is my last one. And you won't be able to see me do my famous pour, but I can guarantee it's perfect. Oh. I'm doing it right now. <laughs> it's we perfect. know it's don't perfect. Worry. Is this your, you don't need to yeah, see it. To it's see. perfect. Is this your stash from Billy? You're like hi, you're like hiding beers from Billy. Is that what you mean? It's no, 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 no. You know, he's not really a Guinness <laughs> person. He only really drinks IPA. I like IPA too, but I I love Ugh. a Guinness. Me too. You know, I love a stout or a porter as well, especially when the weather's kind of chilly. So I'm Hell yeah. Dean, what about you? Here she goes. She's doing her famous. Dean, would you like to narrate that? I mean, it's gorgeous, you guys. You (laughs) can see the ombre. You really can't see it from here. I mean, there's the the Sistine Chapel. Yeah. You know? Of beer pours. Yeah. It's true. Hey, how many many, uh, views did we get on the reel that Dina posted? Oh, God. There's like... Over 11,000. People want to know how to pour these cans, I'm telling you. I think they do. Let it. me check it right now, actually, because I need to, I need an update. What do we got here? There is an art, and I've just finished, and I will show it to you. 12,005. What? Are you kidding me? Mm-hmm. Look. Y'all, look at this. I mean, come on. Look at that. Mm, no cascade, a, but all right. There is a cascade. This is a no, this just, is a work of art. <laughs> okay, she get mad, Dean. Anyway, I have never seen one in a fight before. Uh, <laughs> I have a drink too, you guys. I don't know. If what do you got there, Dean? Dean? What are you drinking? Um, I'm drinking a Southern Tier t- double IPA. It's called the Two X Citrus. It's a fruited double IPA, and it has it's two IPAs. Yeah, and it has two a bold the the tasting notes are bold orange. Grapefruit flavor, really, really vague. Yeah, I'll have the orange. Um, it's uh, eight point two percent alcohol. So uh, that's like drinking two Modellos. Just want yeah. to know. Southern Tier is good. I like. I like most of theirs. I know it made me think of Bill to be honest, because I feel like he always has like a Southern Tier situation. I like Southern Tier. Yeah, I was gonna say Bill had that Southern Tier Irish Cream Stout. The, the one that was frozen? Frozen. And they have yeah. that on tap at this bar near us called Brittingham's, and it's really, really good. It does taste a little Whoa. like there's like a little Bailey's or something in it. It's yeah, delicious. Yeah, it tastes like Bailey's, right? That, that Candina has, it almost looks like their pumpkin. Yeah, their it has. Pumpkin. Yeah. But I guess it's grapefruit. Grapefruit. Grapefruit and orange. And then I'm putting it in my little, my little Yeti can holder because I need it to be cold, even though... Yo, that's cool. Yeah, thank you. I have yeah, a couple totally. of these. That's a Yeti. My like, ma- yeah, koozie, shout out to Madonna Siriano. She hooked me up yeah. with a couple of these because she knows I have a vice and it's called drinking cold beers. That's nice. That's my vice, you guys. Um, <laughs> that's my vice. I've heard yeah. of that. We can all relate. What about you, Beller? Were you drinking something? Yes, I am drinking a beer. It is, I believe, pronounced, is it Duval or is it Duvel? I don't know. Robert, Robert you know Duval. What I'm are you drinking a Robert you, Duvall? You know what I'm talking about. I know what you're talking about. Is it about. not Duval? I think it's I Duval. D-U-V-E-L. Mm-hmm. Duval. I always say Duvel because I drink a beer with my pinky in the air. Oh, <laughs> But God. I believe it's Duvel. I mean Duval. 
Duval. Duval. And you're drinking it out of a wine glass, I see. Well, <laughs> have you ever seen the Duval glasses? They're, they're yeah. like wide mouth glasses. They're, this is yep. the widest mm-hmm. mouth glass I have. That's legit. Plus, I'm a fancy nice. pants. You, you know, love a stem. Like this. You love a stem, dude. Mm-hmm. You I'll do tell love you a what, stem. Though. All right, let's do a cheers, and then I got I want to talk about this. Please beer. do. Anyway, uh, happy, happy hour, ladies. Cheers. All right. Cheers. The Yeti will break my monitor mm. if I tap it, so I had to do the sound effect. I was creeping around on the Duval website. So it says they scored a 97 on ratebeer.com. It's a high A, you know? Mm-hmm. Have you been to ratebeer.com? Can't say Did no. you know this was a thing? Right. So it's no. like walk score for beers, apparently. Oh, God. Yeah. Just what we need more of that. So beer snobs around the world are weighing in. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Dude. Yeah. What was it? 7,400 people voted on this beer and gave it a 97. Hmm. Oh, shit. That's awesome. I think I went on a website when I was first trying to understand what Mad Elf was on our first season, Bill. I was like, where the, what is this beer? Like, before you fell in love with it? Yeah. So maybe it was rate beer, but. What, what was your uh, beer again? It was Trogues, what? This was a Southern Tier 2X Citrus. Oh, Southern Tier. It's the orange grapefruit. No, dude, there's no rating on this beer. <laughs> I am groundbreaking. No okay, on this beer. I'm fucking groundbreaking. Come on, man. Remember that. <laughs> it found the beer, but there's no rating. Well, you know what? Zero I'm gonna leave a rating, rating right now. How about that? There you go. <laughs> well, what are you gonna rate it then? So we. Know. I'm gonna rate it in 90, 98, just to one up you. <laughs> <laughs> just to beat me by one. Ratebeer.com. You're gonna be hearing from me. That's so funny. <laughs> There's a YouTube video on how to pronounce Duval. And oh, it is, is it Duval. Really? It is Duval. D-O-O-V-I-L-L is how it's okay. pronounced. I thought Duval. so. Because I used to go into the bar and say, can I have a Duval? And the bartender would look at me like I was nuts. Oh, yeah. Kristen, your your beer has an 89 rating. That's solid. Oh, okay. Very That's good. That's the cold brew coffee Guinness? No, this was the or nitro cold brew Guinness. Yeah. Yeah, that's what I've got. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I'll take it. Pretty good. Pretty solid. Pretty solid. Solid D plus. Look up Modelo. Let's see. So, Dean, what would you give Modelo? (laughs) Um, 110, obviously. 41. Yeah, it's going to be like a... Yeah, it's going to be like an F. (laughs) (laughs) It's not even going to be... They're going to be like, get a real beer, loser. Oh, my God. It's rated at a whopping two. (laughs) Get out of oh here. God. A two? Wow. A two? A two. Get out of here. Uh, 1,900 people voted. It is a two. Wow. I told you. Oh, my God. You know what, Dean? That just makes you even cooler Honestly, to me. You don't go. You buck the trends. You don't care what yeah. people think. You're a trendsetter. <laughs> I'm trying, man. Yeah. Speaking of, no, I'm kidding. <laughs> Meanwhile, I'm drinking a beer that's not even on this website. <laughs> you play it. by your own rules. I do. I sure. I yeah, certainly totally. do. Oh man, that's funny. How are you? How is everything going with you guys? Like, I feel like we haven't. I mean, we've talked. We've seen each other in the past two weeks, but it feels like way longer to me. Is it just I know, me? It does. Okay, it's just a crazy. It, things are so crazy right now. The market's crazy. It's busy. It's like I don't know. I just just it's fr- it's a little frustrating. It's yeah. <laughs> it's everything Kristen's, all at Kristen's once. Kristen's in the weeds. Yeah, 
Yeah. I'm in the week. It's intense. <laughs> I really am. I really am. But it's it's the good. spring season started early this year, right? Don't you say when yeah, you say? I guess so. I guess so. I feel like I've had a couple like unusual things this year that I haven't had before. Like I don't know problems <laughs> mainly. Like I just feel like so many of my deals have had some kind of issue. It's just it's just it's time consuming. Everything feels time consuming. Yeah. Everything feels like an uphill battle. But you know, you have that. That's the thing about this business. It's like you have that, and then the next week everything's good. Yeah. You know. Yeah. You have like a bad week, and then the next week is fine. Yeah. So thank goodness. I'm just in the thick of it right now. Mm-hmm. Can I ask you a okay. Can I ask you a question? There was a mysterious yeah. um, situation at one of your listings in South Philly where something went missing. Did you ever figure that out? No. No, I didn't. And the seller asked again this week about it. And I, I showed her your TikTok. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, so just for for our listeners, we have a listing in South Philly. Um, it's an it's uh, I guess you would say it's an estate sale, and it's like a little grandma house, and it's adorable, really, really cute. It, same owner for many, 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 many years. It's really since like the early eighties, and um, they had left a few little trinkets and things like that throughout the house. It's just such a cute little place right in Pashunk Square. It has a little summer kitchen in the basement, you know, typical sort of South Philly uh, grandma house. Anyway, they had these little trinkets on the windowsill that were these little like um, tiles, little plaques, I guess you would say, mm-hmm. with fruit on them. Mm-hmm. And they were in each corner of the window. And my seller has been going, checking on the house. The house is vacant. She's been checking on the house every morning, usually on her way to work. And she discovered that one of them was missing. And she called me and she's like, I don't know if someone took it or if someone accidentally knocked it and broke it and, you know, was embarrassed and just like threw it out. She's like, it's not that sentimental to me, but I just want to know what happened. It's so weird. Yeah. And so um, we did some sleuthing. And it, the funny thing was Dina's been – killing it with our team's TikTok, which I, I finally had to sign up for it to see what the heck it is she's doing. Yeah. Keep tabs um, but on me. killing it with the TikTok. <laughs> yeah. And she, um, she did a little TikTok video there. And so I was like tracing it back, like who was there that day that might have taken this? And of course, Dina was there that day. Mm-hmm. So I was like, Dean, you didn't happen to take this. And there were other showings that day as well. <laughs> and Dina's like, no. She's like, let me go back to the video. And we went back to the video and we were like sleuthing to see, was it in the video? Was it still there in the video? And um, and the funny thing was, Dean, your video yeah. cuts off right where the fridge is. So it's like that one corner that you can't see. Oh, shit. So, But I sent... I sent the seller that video. I'm like, she swears it was there. It's not in this video because it it like literally cuts right before you get to yeah. that window. But um, but yeah, no, it's still a mystery. I've reached out to other agents who had shown it that day, and they all claim they have no idea what's going on. The missing tchotchke. Missing tchotchke. It's a weird thing to do. It's a weird thing to walk through a house and and leave with something. Like it's a door prize. Yes. I feel like somebody thought it was like really kitschy and funny and they thought it would be a funny thing to take it. You know, like probably not an agent. I yeah. would hope not. But I think maybe no. like their buyer, you know, if, if they were left unattended and they went into the kitchen, they were probably like, oh, this is, you know, this is kitschy. This is fun. I'm going to yeah, take it's this. It's probably, there's no value there and no. they thought it was in a state sale and nobody was going to miss it. And- mm-hmm. But it's such a bummer because my seller's like, did you find out anything? I'm like, this is the oddest thing. No, I have no idea. Bad juju. I haven't really seen that, but 
you know, with the grandma houses, what everybody does is their buyers try to start pulling up a rug mm-hmm. in the corner. That just mm-hmm. that aggravates mm-hmm. me too, because it's like this has not your. You can't just go ripping. Up yeah. Rugs. Yep. I get it. You want to see what's under there, but anytime you show it, if it's in the state, if it's empty and it's never going to be owned by the seller again, it's different. But I've sold older homes where the people still live in. And my and my seller would call me and say they're pulling up the rug in the corner. It's, oh, like, it's unbelievable not right. that somebody would do that to yeah. somebody who lives in the house. If it's awful. vacant, it's crazy. Awful. It's crazy if what it's people vacant, do. Vacant, that's one thing. If it's a vacant like, estate, dude. okay, you know, yeah. maybe, you Come know, on, but still, man. that's. But you go to a closet and try it there. <laughs> not uh-huh. in the living room. <laughs> I was going to say the same thing. You got to be discreet. Mm-hmm. The closet. You could actually see the hardwoods most of the time. You don't have to pull up anything. It's like, there they are. They're yeah. right there. Oh, goodness. Uh-huh. I've re- so I've weird. removed a drop ceiling tile in a kitchen once in a vacant home, and then I couldn't put it back properly because I'm five foot, that sucks. you know, I've seen whatever. That and I'm like, oh, God, I should have never <laughs> five foot. did this. They're going to know. <laughs> but they don't, you know, you know, that was a confession. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so was that was you. my listing. It was you. <laughs> so yeah. Oh man. That's an that's an easy fix. Hey, you just gotta. Do. Hey, if there's like a broom, but there's no Have ladder. A taller person do. Yeah, I'm like, yeah. all right. But I learned from that. I'm like, I'm never doing that again. <laughs> never doing it again. Nope. Yeah, they're hard to kind of pop back they in are. when you open them up. Sometimes yeah, there's nothing to yeah. grab. Like, yeah. Oh, and then something weird might hit you in the face, like dust. But that's just karma. Yep. Yeah, that's or, the risk you take. Or a mouse. Yeah. Yeah. You deserve it. Oh, my goodness. We are just rambling on at this point. So <laughs> coming up next, Philly Iconic Bars. So I think when we start thinking about what what makes a bar iconic, I think this is really interesting. So when I looked up the definition of iconic, it means widely recognized and well-established, an iconic brand name or widely known and acknowledged, especially for distinctive excellence. Ultimately, when I think of iconic bars in Philly, I go straight to my first choice is always McGillan's because I think like McGillan's has just been there for absolutely forever. It's so awesome inside. And it's just, it's truly like a landmark. It's like a Philadelphia landmark. It's been there forever. Or I think of like maybe City Tavern or something like that. But I think when we think about a bar being iconic, it could just be like even iconic just to you and your your history and kind of uh, bill you had mentioned the kyber and you were like i can't believe that's on a list here for being an iconic bar but to me the kyber is so iconic because that was like such a part of my 20s the kyber was like Mm -hmm. a place i was twice a week in my 20s for years and years and years so that to me is quite iconic um other bars i was thinking that that have such an iconic feeling for me are um and really it takes me back to like college days when I lived in Center City and was at the University of the Arts, but like Oscar's Tavern on Sansom Street is iconic to me. Um, I think Dirty Frank's is iconic. Mm-hmm. Uh, Bob and Barbara's is 100% yes. iconic. Yes. In fact, we were talking, Dean, about the Citywide. Yeah. And I think Bob and Barbara started the Citywide. I think that started in like 94, 1994-ish. I got to Philly in 95 and I was, believe it or not, not old enough to drink, but mm-hmm. I was going to bars Hell yeah. at that time. And it was um, it was a can of Pabst Blue Ribbon and a shot of watered-down Jim Beam for $3. And I don't know if that's still what a citywide is everywhere, but that's what it was at Bob and Barber's. I'm pretty now. sure they started You know, inflation. It. Is it you five? Know. Oh, man, inflation. <laughs> yeah. 
just like the the bridge toll. (laughs) They bumped it up. Yeah. Yeah. When I'm thinking of iconic bars, though, that's like those are the bars to me that kind of that come to mind. How about for you guys? I wonder if iconic has to be old. Does it have to like how? I wonder how old the well, bar what does has it mean to, to you? be. Or I like, could a bar be five years old and and be that have that much of an impact? But I'm looking at this short. There's like a mm-hmm. there's like a list we I found on this blog. But yep. the old bar would be one, right? Because that's book the bar from Bookbinders. So I would I would think of that, and I would think of mm-hmm. City Tavern yeah. would probably be the first two. Mm-hmm. And and uh, is it McGillan's? That's on 15th Street, right? That's right by our new office, right? No, you're thinking McGlinchey's. Oh, that's, that's another iconic one for me from college. McGillin's is the one that's on Drury Street. It's like between, it's like Juniper Street and like 13th and like behind, behind oh, the, yeah, like John yeah, Wanamaker's, yeah, yeah, yeah. which is I've, what, I've been Macy's there a ton. now? Yeah, actually mm-hmm. I've been there a ton. They have yeah. good wings in there. <laughs> oh, nice. Yeah. 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 Oh, that, yeah. it's a great bar. It's yeah, it such is a, a good bar. bar. McGillin's, that's mm-hmm. right. Yeah, of course. Yeah, that's a great bar. But McGlinchey's is another iconic kind of horrible bar that for me anyway, because that just takes me right back to that late 90s time period. (laughs) McGlinchey's. There used to be a bar upstairs from that called Tops that had um, pool. It was like a pool hall kind of thing. Do you remember that? It was, uh, I was only in there maybe once or twice and it was years ago. I remember, I think the first time I went in there, they had, I, I remember walking in there and it was like, it was like everybody was still smoking, and I was like, "What the hell's going on?" I was like, mm-hmm. "What yeah. year is oh, this?" Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. definitely. <laughs> like, what year is this? I would just come here, definitely. And, you know, the DeLorean is it nineteen eighty five? I love it. Yeah, it was crazy. Yeah, but up, it was like, Dean, remember last week we were talking about like a uh, a dive bar, and you have to have grime. There's some grime up there. I believe it. Right, right yeah. Kristen, upstairs? Yeah. You know? Yes. Oh, yes. Oh, my there God. There are some like, iconic dive bars, too. Like, Well, I think everyone I just listed was. Yeah. What about <laughs> Tattooed, Tattooed Mom? That's another one. Um, totally. That's another one. Iconic for me uh, is Johnny Brenda's, and I'm going to tell you why. Oh, that's a good one. I would one. definitely think that qualifies. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I went there on my 21st birthday. I remember um, sitting at the bar reading the beer lists on the chalkboard because they don't have like two like beers that are rated two on ratebeer.com. Okay, Bill Ball. They have <laughs> no modelo. No modelo. Mm-hmm. They have like craft beers and stuff like that. And I, I had no idea what a craft beer was. I think I ordered a Kensinger or something mm-hmm. like that. And I was, like, I was like, what is this garbage? But it, <laughs> but then it, lo and behold, like you know, I like beers like that now. That would be a good citywide beer. Kensinger's probably pretty close to a Modelo. It's uh, like yeah, a Pilsner. So, yeah. And fun fact, fun fact, Billy did the label on the. Get models. out of here. Yeah, Billy used Kensinger. to work there, right? He used to work at Philly Brewing. Yeah, yeah he did the labels for Newbold. I love the Newbold. Uh, I love IPA. it. I love it. I love it. Um, so Kensinger, and then my favorite, Walt Witt. Did you ever see the? Oh, yeah. It's Walt Whitman. It's like an etching. Billy did that. Oh shit, that's so it's cool. a scratch board. Guys, an artiste. Mm-hmm. The Kensinger one's which you dope. Didn't know. Fun fact. That that label's dope. I yeah love that. Um, that was the first one. Wow, that's awesome. My buddy Drew, yeah, religiously orders a Kensinger at draft at every bar. I'm like, okay, Drew. Yeah, yeah. you know, there are people that just like. Lost Bar, that might yes. be another yeah. bar oh. that's kind of iconic. But that place, man, they sell Kensinger like it's 
going out of style. Oh yeah, Lost Bar is a good, a good iconic little dive bar. The I'm trying to think of other ones, but yeah, Johnny Brenda's, and I had no idea at the time. I mean, I was still living in South Jersey, um, and I had no idea what Johnny Brenda's was. I didn't know what Fishtown was or anything like that. And it's just so funny, like thinking like now I live in Fishtown and I go to Johnny Brenda's a lot. It's so weird how like things yeah. happen. But I was just going to say, you you mentioned just a quick little story. You mentioned the um, old bar, <clears throat> which is Jose Garces. Um, so that was the that used to be Bookbinders. When I was in college and right out, out of college, I worked at Bookbinders. I was a waitress at Bookbinders. But the other location, the one actually next door to our new office, where which turned into Bill and Applebee's at, at one <laughs> well, point. Well, now it's well. no longer. I think it might be on the market or something now. But that was the original. So the original location was in Old City, but the family moved to 15th Street. And the Taxons bought the bookbinders in Old City. So they were both kind of competing with each other in the 90s, both bookbinders. One was the original location, but I worked for the original family who used to be out of that location. And the one funny thing, I'll just tell you about that building on 15th Street, which is, um, I don't know, it's just such a cool, cool building. I can't believe it ever became an Applebee's. But the (laughs) restaurant was like on the first two floors. They had the guy in the front doing oyster shucking, um, they serve snapper soup. I was by far the youngest person that worked there. And they would the ladies would tell stories about like Frank Sinatra and Paul Newman coming in. And it was just, it was cool. But anyway, the restaurant was first two floors. And then there was a third floor that I think they used for like banquets sometimes. And then there was like the top floor, which might have been the, might have been like the fourth floor, or maybe even the fifth floor. It's such a big building. And it was just like, it looked like a horror movie it was just like um sheets over old tables and stuff like that it looked just like like it was never used and the bookbinder family had two had daughters that were twins that were kind of around my age and i remember they used to pop in every once in a while when i would be working and we were like the same age and everybody else was like you know so much older and i remember talking to them once and they were like you want to see what's on the fifth floor and i was like yeah we went all the way up and it literally i still have nightmares <gasps> about this room it was like this giant like cuz it's an old old mansion it's an amazing building so it was this old mansion with like these gilded walls and ceilings and like medallions and like chandeliers but then like sheets over everything so and cobwebs and there was like yeah. i just remember being pitch black and um and then we got in trouble for being up there because I wasn't <sighs> supposed to be there and I almost got fired. But anyway, I have still have nightmares about that floor and just how interesting that was. But bookbinders, there's an old <laughs> – there's something very iconic, even though it doesn't exist anymore. That certainly is iconic. Well, That's the old wild. bar is great. I mean, we when we were in Old it's City – we used to work in Old City right before Compass. So we would be there – I guess we were in Old City up until like 2018, and we used to go to Old Bar for happy hour. They had a great happy hour. Actually, they still do. I want to go back. I would love to. Let's go uh, there. I would love to get a crew uh, together and go over. The drinks are great. The oysters. They always have oyster specials at happy hour. It's just great. Let's do it. Atmosphere is awesome. Yeah. It's a lot of fun. I would love to go back. It looks like. On their website now, it looks like they're only closed Monday and Tuesday. So as long as we go later in the week, yeah, it's a great spot. There's nothing like sitting at a bar, you guys. I feel like growing up, for me, like as I got older, but like 
you know, still live with my parents and stuff, like they would always just, they would choose to sit at the bar instead of at a booth. They'd be like, let's just sit. Like as soon as I hit 18, they're like, let's just sit at the bar. Like, you know, like, and now I'm like, I'm always, I would prefer to sit at a bar. Me too. Right? Like All the time. Oh, yes. all the time. Especially. I would have dinner at the bar. Yeah. All like the time, there's, but I just, she knows oh, yeah. wants to get the a table. Like, Let's I eat at the bar. It. Yeah. You know, I love, love eating at the bar. I yeah. love sitting at the bar. Especially like bars that have a cool bar, like the, the bar itself, like being mm-hmm. like such a, a centerpiece or like some sort of like focal point, like a, like I love like a really round, like U-shaped bar. Like we went to, oh, like the Tuckahoe Inn at the shore is like this old building in Marmora, Ocean City. And the bar there is like literally an oval. And you could just see like people watching. It's like prime people watching. Like mm-hmm. dimly lit, it's wood great. paneling, fireplace. Like that's why I love the saloon. Any sort of bar with that kind of vibe. Oh, I love the saloon. Love it. There's an iconic. That's an iconic bar. bar. Yeah, that is, that That's is iconic. iconic bar, yeah, yeah, like absolutely. There's two bars in the saloon. Yeah, upstairs is nice too. Mm-hmm. Love options. Like, let's just go upstairs. Like. What kind of bar has two bars? Like that's kind of like that's kind <laughs> you know of, what's better that's than kind of awesome. a bar, two bars. It, that's two. exactly <laughs> how I feel. Yeah. <laughs> so, can you imagine getting a citywide at saloon? What would they do? No. They're like, what do you want? Uh, like a no. Peroni and a Sambuca? Like what is it? What is a citywide? A Peroni like? and a Buca. <laughs> Actually, that would be bad. <laughs> that's they should that's do so that. Funny. Oh, God. What's your go-to citywide? I know it depends on the place, but for me, yeah. Uh, I mean, uh, it would be like a Tecate and a tequila shot. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, that was what it was at uh, the Cantina in Peshonk. Yeah, that's the Until only place I would get a citywide. It they did a few years ago. Yeah, they banned it. Somebody got stabbed. <gasps> what? <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. my God! No, we we were going there. This is a few years back, but uh. I remember one summer, it was like every Friday night, me and two of my buddies, we were all still single at the time. Friday nights, we were like exhausted from work all week. So like, let's just go down to the cantina, get a beer, a couple beers, and just call it a night, like a nice, easy Friday night. So at the beginning of the summer, we go in the cantina, and um, man, this is probably like, I probably shouldn't even tell the year, but this is probably like 2012. Something like that. I was in Philly so, then. That's a good year. Okay. Yeah. So we'd sit at the bar and then we're having some Tecates. And then we looked up and we're like, oh, we got these citywides. And we're like, oh, okay, sure. Yeah. <laughs> have some citywides. And then, you know, you spend $20 and you're hammered. Oh, yeah. And you're just limping yeah. out of there at like midnight. And oh, every yeah. Saturday morning we would call each other and like, how did that just, what the hell just happened? Oh, we yeah, just went out for one beer. <laughs> the next thing you know, I'm at Phil's cheesesteak at one in the morning. How did that happen? Phil, <laughs> that is so funny. Figured out it was the yes, citywide. That is so funny. I was doing the same thing, except at Cantina Dos. Like oh, in 2012, oh, drinking yeah. the citywides, hobbling home. Oh, look at this. You guys were the bizarro world. Bizarre. <laughs> yeah. I was on the barista salary. So I was like, we really need to find a cheap place to drink, you guys. Citywides were great for that. Citywide. Oh, my God. Mm-hmm. And yeah. back then, Cantina did Taco Tuesday. And it would be like dollar tacos. And they don't do that anymore. But we would be, we would be there every Tuesday. 
just getting hammered eating dollar tacos what that's a time awesome. to be alive, you Goes guys. Yeah, that's probably when you, you, <laughs> fell, yeah, you fell in love with Modelo back you, then, yeah. too, probably. Yeah, because I don't really like Tecate. Speaking of um, Northern Liberties and of Johnny Brenda's, I just thought of another iconic bar, and that would be Standard Tap. Yes. Because yeah, they yeah, sort of yeah, started yeah. it sure, all. They sure. really started it all. The whole craft beer movement and all of that kind of stuff. That's a good bar. I think Standard Tap. Two bars. Mm-hmm. That's Standard Tap. It's been a really long time since I've gone to a bar and done shots that yeah i feel like i used to do all the time and i certainly like would do it if i was down the shore or something or in nashville as bill knows that's where i drink my fireball Nashville's great nashville. oh hell yeah <laughs> you can't go to a bar in nashville without drinking fireball oh really you don't have to do shots all night though like but a, a shot in no, no, a no, beer no. a shot in a beer is very underrated like as if you're having a rough drink, day too. Yes, as your mm-hmm. first drink. You walk in, yeah. you're exhausted, you had a rough day, you sit down, get a shot and a beer, you're doing okay after that. Mm-hmm. Like you, I feel mm-hmm. like you're like, ah, it's like a massage for the liver. Yeah. For the liver, literally, <laughs> yeah. It's a deep tissue you know? massage yeah. for your liver. And then, and then you cruise, you're on cruise control yeah. after that. Not much is going to, I'm not saying you yeah, got to do true. five. No. But you just do that one. And done. one. One and done. Takes the edge right off. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's then you true. can sip that tecate and be like, "Oh, this is the best thing ever." It's not, but you tricked yeah. yourself with a little. <laughs> yeah, that's so true. That's a good call. I never did that because I am such a lightweight. Uh, we went bowling the other week. I sent you. I showed you the video, Kristen, where I'm bowling and the ball goes behind me. Oh yeah, that's like, awesome. <laughs> I didn't see it. I need oh, to see god, it. I'm gonna post so it. it to me. Oh, oh my god. Oh my god. So I was drinking. Um, <laughs> was that from Citywide's? <laughs> no, God. No, God. Oh my goodness. But I was drinking IPAs, and I think I had like three IPAs, and I, it was just. I'm telling you guys, I'm a lightweight. My wife was like, you. <laughs> You got to edit this out. She was like, you tried walking down the bowling lane to get a bowl out of the gutter. Oh, that was like stuck. <laughs> and I was like, oh, God. <laughs> so, yeah, that's why I drink little Modellos, okay? No shame. No shame, no man. Shame. Okay, you guys, I saw this thing on Instagram. Tasty Cake posted um, the Zodiac signs as Tasty Cake treats. So, basically, like, what your Tasty Cake sign is oh i love it okay i love it so um kristen that better be a tandy cake what is your what's your zodiac kristen <laughs> i'm a gemini okay so <laughs> you you're a chocolate oh, junior it's gonna be a terrible chocolate junior do you know what that is what's the it's like a junior? it's like a i think it's like um seems like it's a piece of cake but it's like layered with uh, chocolate icing what would what did okay. you want to be i'll take it would you want to be the tandy cake one the little little things there's like two in a pack and they're like little cakes with peanut butter and chocolate they're covered in chocolate oh yeah you know yeah libras have that but we can just say like candy. bill you're not a libra are you i'm a cancer you're a kid oh my god you're like mayor well you're a glazed mm. honey bun that's why we get along what are what are what oh, am I? you're that's, you're a glazed honey bun <laughs> Listen, you guys got to take this up with Tasty Cake, okay? I'm- <laughs> Who's the butterscotch crimpet? That's my second favorite. That is a good one. A Leo, that's my number Leo's one. Leo's good. I am a Virgo. Yeah, that's my second I'm a, favorite. I'm a, mini, I'm a mini powdered donut, which I'm kind of offended. <laughs> oh. I'm going to be honest. Yeah. Um, yeah. But that's true. 
I am like that because I sunburn easily, pretty pale. And uh, <laughs> yeah, you know. And you're small. It's kind of like as we said yeah. before about the drop ceiling. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, I used to slam these mini powder donuts as a kid. So, I mean, that's kind of true. But I I like the mini chocolate donuts. Oh, You know the yeah. little mini chocolate ones? Although I think I like – I think the brand I like better is Entenmann's. Love Entenmann's. For the little mini chocolate donuts. You know what I'm yes. talking about? They're so yes. good. Oh, in the gosh. pack, we, there's like 20 in there? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, my God. Mm-hmm. We had growing up, we had the candy cakes because that's got peanut butter. We had the crimpets. Yep. Yep. And we had all the different pies, usually lemon. Oh, the lemon all pie is so good. Yeah, the, yeah. With the chocolate on top, we would have that. Oh my god, it's so good. Yeah, the, the tasty cake mini pies are delicious. You get them at Wawa now, right? I haven't had one in. Phew, I, I, I know they have them. They at have Wawa. Them. Are they really? I don't think I I've had one of those there. since I was a kid. They would have those in school where you can get oh one for like a dollar. So good. They had the butterscotch crumpets in school. I would They're get those. They used to I would be... use my like milk money to get that. Oh, yeah. My <laughs> so grandma good. would get them for me all the time. They used to be big. Do you guys they used to be way bigger. Yeah. Well, I don't I haven't seen a new size, but I remember them being They're big. Little. It's, it's usually like a two man mm-hmm. operation. But They're so good. I used to cram those in my gullet. <laughs> Huge. You know, butterscotch is an underrated flavor. Oh, it's very that good. You don't see very often anymore. I like butterscotch. Everything now is caramel. I know. And you don't see butterscotch anywhere. And I always love butterscotch. When I was a kid, I liked butterscotch pudding. Ooh. I just love that. I think that flavor is great. Underrated. You don't see butterscotch anything anymore. Let's bring back the butterscotch. Butterscotch <laughs> is the citywide of Tasty Cakes. Yo, yeah. Underrated. Yeah. Friggin' love Tasty Cake. <laughs> yeah. Love it. But yeah, I wanted to I wanted to check what you guys... That's cool. Yeah. So that's that. All right, ladies, we have to get out of here. Yeah, don't forget to follow us on Instagram. It's Home Collective Happy Hour. DM us. You could talk shit on our page. We don't really care. It's a free country. Okay. <laughs> don't mention any bad things about Modelo, though. I will. I will block you. Have a good weekend. Let's get out of here. Peace out. Right. Bye, guys. Yeah, and then wait, what was Kristen's zodiac? The Chocolate Junior. Gemini. That's the. That's the. Uh, well, I had a joke, but now it's gonna fall flat. That's the. <laughs> that's the Takate of the citywide. <laughs> that no one wants. <laughs> you can just. <laughs> but yeah. I'm gonna go in a blooper reel.